Uh, 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 <laughs> I ran out of breath. You're going to have to go lower. Uh, uh, you got to go lower, I dude. Can't, I can't. That doesn't work. I don't know how to do it. Okay. I, <laughs> I can't find it. All right. All right. Here we go. Hey, welcome, everybody. <laughs> we are back on our Studio 3 podcast. Um, one person lo- one person loved it last week, so we decided we're going to do it again and again. Uh, we decided to mix up the format a little bit because uh, we thought it would be pretty cool to go through uh, some of the songs we sing and then talk about some of the scripture uh, that backs them up and some of the stories behind some of the songs and just some uh, some of the things that we like about these particular songs. So uh, we've all selected an individual song and Lindsay is so prepared. She has zero notes. I, so, listen, <laughs> I live in the digital world. I see that. I see that. So Josh. Catch up, son. Catch up. <laughs> catch up. Do you, would you, Josh, would you like to pray us in? I can. Yeah, sure. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to just, uh, come into your house, Lord. And, um, just dive deeper into these songs and really get the true meaning behind them. Lord, I pray that uh, as we go about this, that something that we uh, we can read or uh, see in these songs, something something that we uh, relates to your word, Lord, I, I pray that it touches our hearts and touches the people watching. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So who wants to go first? <clears throat> well. Oh, uh, yeah. I vote Lindsay. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> I'll go. I'm just kidding. I'll go and get it over with. That way I can relax. Okay. What did I, I ever do to you, by the way? I love you. <laughs> I didn't know we were picking songs that we sing necessarily, so I just picked a song that I like. But we sang that. We sang it at a worship we, night, yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe. we sang it twice. Have we? I don't believe, right. I don't believe that's well, accurate, but... Take it back. I think we have. I think All we right. sang it at two worship nights. Prove it. It's, you think? I think so. Go ahead. Just start talking. Anyway, it's called <laughs> Even When It Hurts, and this song... Um, this takes me back to, you know, when my papa passed away and I tried so hard to just sing praise songs th- during that whole, you know, time of grieving and stuff because, you know, the song talks about even when my strength is lost, I'll praise you. Even when I have no song, I'll praise you. Even when it's hard to find the words louder than I'll sing your praise. So no matter how hard it gets, you know, our response should be praise. And I don't think that's an easy thing to do all the time. It takes discipline and practice but you know i think it's the thing we should do so basically the whole book of psalms can back up you know a lot of this song but we, there was a we, few we, we don't have 25 hours i know i'm sorry to read through the book i know of but you know how david is always you know pleading with god and no no I'm, I'm, praising absolutely. him even though things yes. are going very very yeah. poorly for little little david absolutely okay so <laughs> excuse me the first one I have is Psalm 34, 1 through 4. No, I take it back. <laughs> Psalm 1 from the top. Wait, no. Yeah, that's right. You t- okay. So it says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the affli- afflicted hear and rejoice. Good. Yeah. I love it. Next one. I do. I do love it. Don't look at me like that. I do love it. I always like you reference Habakkuk. You, ha- you reference Habakkuk a lot. Like when I, you do, it's up. For, it's cool. I know. It's a good I like book. that book. There's yeah. so much in there that I 
before we got into uh, doing the devotions and stuff, I really didn't pay attention to that book, and now I love it. Yep. It's good stuff. Anyway, got another one here. Psalm 71, 14. It just says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. And then 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. I think I need glasses. Oh, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I cheated. I, I gave some of it away. I knew that one. So. Can you behave? It's not a Bible scholar contest. No, no, I just... That, <laughs> Harold I and I just talked about it on our podcast. It was really funny. Good job, Danny. You win. No, no, I just knew that one. And then, of course, James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So basically, all the scriptures are just talking about when things are hard, you know, praise God, consider it joy. Use those moments to grow in your faith. And I just love that song for those reasons. Yeah, I mean... There's so many, right? I mean, there's so many in the Bible where, where it tells you, you know, no matter what you have going on, um, you know, trust in God. And and it seems like that's been a really popular uh, kind of a theme throughout a lot of the, the praise music recently. Uh, you know, if you think about it, a lot of the songs that we get, you know, it's like, I've got this going on, but I'm going to praise God anyway. And that's all. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, it's what it tells you to do. To, you know, he's got it in his hands and he's got it under control. So. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good song. It Who sings it? Song. Uh, it's by Hillsong oh, United. Were, yep, Hillsong United. There's like seven different Hillsong bands. I know, but I love it's very Hillsong. Very difficult to differentiate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Hillsong Young and Free and Hillsong United, and just regular Hillsong. Hillsong Worship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What do you got? <laughs> what do you? <laughs> what do you got, Lindsay? Well. Um, one of my favorite songs is um, the Revelation song by Carrie Job, and um, classic, totally <laughs> classic. Spoiler alert, though, it comes from Revelation. Yeah, um, the book of. Yeah, but um, we talked about this. I don't know if we did it while we were recording, but when we were doing the questions last week. Um, about how when we were younger, the book of Revelation was kind of scary, and then the older mm. you get, it's. It changes everything, and it depicts what it's going to be like when we get to heaven, and the song does the same. So it really just, it's just a a love song to him, and it takes straight out of Revelation of the angels will be singing, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, and it's just a beautiful love song. Mm -hmm. A bit less scary than the actual book. Much less scary. (laughs) Well, the book, I mean, funny, we, of course, we went through it recently in in our Bible study in our small group. And it was one of those things where you look at it later on in life, like as a believer, when you heard about it as a kid, you were like, that sounds terrible. <gasps> like that sounds awful. There's so much stuff going on and there's, there's terrible beastly things. And then, you know, you get to like chapter, I think maybe two or three, don't quote me on that, but the church is gone and, and you're, you know, you're in a wonderful place, just kind of awaiting the end of the tribulation. And you're like, wow, I don't have to deal with any of that terrible, those terrible things. And we should really tell people to <laughs> believe in Jesus so they don't have to deal with some of those terrible things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I, of course I love that song mm-hmm. and um, it's really neat 
Man, you know, and I picked up I picked the Carrie Jib song too with Carrie Jib and Cody Carnes, but we'll get we'll get to that. But how much that's that whole song is basically just boom scripture verse. Right. We're gonna sing it, and it's awesome. we went through Revelation in um, Sunday school, and as we're going through, and I'm trying to pay attention, but the whole time I'm just singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got Carrie Job in my ears singing a song. Well, you you contributed a lot to the class though, so you. Well, it probably didn't help that I was munching on Apple Jacks all yeah. the time. <laughs> No, that was Daniel. Uh, Mel? Yeah, dude, you really didn't start the Applejack munching until Daniel was. I started getting hungry. And yeah. I was like, I need Mel to bring me a snack. So. Yeah. I need a snack. <laughs> a garbage bag full of Applejacks every I'm starving, Sunday. Mel. I need a snack. To, to Sunday school. <laughs> we can't hear Danny talk because yeah, he's <laughs> munching on Applejacks. Are you five? And he does share them. Oh, he will give. He gave That's me nice. like two or three apple jacks. A nice guy. It's been a long time since I'd had an apple jack, and I didn't know I couldn't remember what they tasted like. That's the truth. So anyway, my favorite <laughs> verse of this song. You don't hear many people in their twenties munching on apple jacks. That is true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get it together. Sorry. Oh mercy. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so my favorite verse is clothed in rainbows of living color, flashes of light rolls of thunder blessing and honor strength and glory and power be to you the only wise king so this reminds me of um one of my mom's friends her husband is a preacher and they were going through some rough times and my mom was thinking oh i'm just i hope my mom can't see any of this that's going on and this was soon after my grandmother had passed and she said oh no honey she doesn't see any of this she's too busy looking at you know your your king at Jesus and she yeah. can't take his eye. So the song just reminds me of the, the beauty and the majesty that we'll see when we get up there. Yeah. It's a, if you think of your clothing rainbow of living color, you know, you just think about, man, what if there's colors up there that I don't know can't wait. that I've never seen before? You know what I mean? And what if there's smells and tastes and stuff that you're like, I've never had this before. There's, you know, different, different, you know, we see in the, th- the three dimensions, what's there's more dimensions. We get up there and we can see all sorts of, I can't wait. I think it's like seven dimensions up there. You, you think so? And you get 14 senses. Oh, it'd be, <laughs> I hope so. Can you, can you, Isn't that I, the holy number seven? Yes. Seven? Yeah. yeah. And 14 would be a multiple seven. So that's good. Yeah. That is good not job. in the scripture. I learned that last year <laughs> in third grade math. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not in scripture. So for any of you guys who are fact checking us, I'm fairly certain <laughs> that that is not in there. Oh, that was just my guess. Yeah. But be, I mean, that's, seven. you know, that's the kind of thing. Um, but you know, you hear stories about people who, 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 have near-death experiences and actually get to see a corner and uh, i had a family member that that happened to and she was like i cannot wait to get back up there like i can't like really she was like i cannot wait to get back up there so um it's pretty interesting you want to go or you want me to go i can go mine yeah i'll go okay um we've never sung this song before so let me that's get, okay let me get in this mic this is so when we got just i want to i want to sure sure i want to preface your song when we decided that we were going to do this format josh is like 30 minutes i got a nail this is a little over weeks ago because you sent that text a couple weeks ago and josh was like i'm going to do a Corey asbury song where i'm like oh that's a shocker (laughs) (laughs) that's a a real shock and uh, apparently danny wasn't too interested because i sent him the whole (laughs) the whole transcript of what i'm about to do and he said i read the first line i I got the first first line and i was bored first couple lines you don't normally text that much josh so So hopefully this doesn't bore you guys like it bored danny um anyways i'll get get into it now okay Uh, the song is called unraveling and i actually found uh cory asbury does a lot of things like where he'll explain like 
the meaning behind the song. So like he did um, Reckless Love, he did that on that, but I figured that was too basic. I'll, I'll, I'll change it up a little bit. And um, That's too Applejack. Yeah, it's too exactly. Applejack. Too Applejack. So Unraveling, it's not a popular song. So I figured I could I could call it out and you guys could listen to it and it's it's very good. It's a uh, it essentially just talks about how like um, when everything is falling around you, um, like you, you still have to like you, you still have to trust in the Lord. Um, and uh, it, I don't know, I'll, I'll read what I have here. It says unraveling speaks to pressures people feel when seeking to make everyone happy. Asbury noted his goal in writing the song was to be was be open and honest conversations about those expectations and how God enters into them. I'm sure a lot of people feel that right now those pressures to be everything to everyone and to fix it, and the truth is you can't, Asbury said. Sometimes you have to lean into that unraveling and allow it to happen, and in that unraveling, allow God to unravel you in those places. In the middle of this, it's given me a space to really be honest about everything in my life, Asbury continued. So many of us lie to ourselves and we medicate and we watch Netflix and we drink and we smoke and we do all the things that, that put band-aids on the problems in our lives. I just I was just got really fed up with doing that and said if I got this time afforded to me where I can't go out, I can't do anything, I'm going to sit sit with myself and see what the areas are that I need to work on. And this realization of how much growth is needed, that really changes both one's pers- perspective of God's self and of God. In the scriptures, the Lord tells us to love one another as we love ourselves, and that concept actually doesn't work very well for most of us because we don't love ourselves very well. And that comes from Mark twelve thirty through thirty one. Danny made me find this. So, and that's <laughs> I'm going to make you reference where you got that article too, so we don't get in trouble. But oh, okay. I'll have to find it. <laughs> that's all right. No. Uh, it says, uh, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength." The second is. Love, the, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other command greater than these. Yep. And then uh, it goes on, to, and uh, Corey Asbury kept going and said, if we're honest, we have a really low view of ourselves. We have a really low view of who we are and who God made us to be. Correcting that perception actually allows us to love each other and appreciate and serve another in a completely different capacity because the truth is, if you don't love yourself very well, you're definitely not going to love other people that well. Seeing himself through God's eyes allows him to have grace for himself, Asbury added. And he hopes that the lyrics and melodies of this new record will encourage listeners to do the same. That's a pretty good, I mean, that's pretty good. If you think about it, uh, especially like what you kind of said at the end, <clears throat> where people have a hard time loving themselves. If you think as a, you know, as a Christian, you know, God tells you you're wonderfully made, right? And then he made you in his image. So as Christians, we should be like, man, you know, even though, I've got a lot of things going on and I've got some things that are happening that are, you know, out of my control and, and don't seem to be um, happening for my good at the time that you should always be thinking, you know, I'm, I am someone special and, and you can always love somebody. And, and I think sometimes it is easier to love other people than it is to love yourself. You know, yes, I think, you know, that's exactly what I've been working on these past couple of years nice. and in my walk with Christ. I mean, it's, Definitely having a low view of myself, dwelling on things that I've done, you know, ways that people would perceive me for things like that. And yeah, just getting into my Bible, it's really helping build my confidence in, in God's view of me and God's word. And it makes it a lot easier to get up there on a Sunday knowing that it's not for anything that I've done that I deserve to be up there, but that I can let God use me up there. And that's kind of been, you know, 
the thought that's been growing in my mind, like I said, over the past couple years, just building my confidence in God and just being open to let him use me and whatever ways he wants to. Well, that's, I mean, you know, we've talked about that for a few years now. I mean, even well before COVID, before we really kind of broed up as a, well, I mean, you know, as a group, is that, is that what the kids say these days? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah, it is. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, well, you know, before the four of us started to spend a lot of time around each other and then, and even in the rest of the people in the band, um, it was one of those things where if you think about where we were, and, and where we are now, you guys weren't leading unless I wasn't there. And then when I would go, Hey, do you want to lead? And then, Oh, Josh, you do it. Or, you know, something like that. Now I can, I can step on stage except for when I don't remember a video and, and you guys, <laughs> you guys can just hop right up there and I'll go, Hey, it's your turn to lead and Holly, you know, Hey, it's your turn to lead. And even though she's stressed out about it a little bit, it's you're opening yourselves. I'm letting God use you because I have always said that the, that the singing is what we do for worship, but our ministry is that people will see us up there and maybe feel a little bit comfortable, more comfortable talking to us than they would Harold or or Jeff or or whoever it might be, and go, uh, uh, see us on Facebook and go, hey, I saw you uh, singing at that church on on Facebook because you guys share that on Facebook and you know what's that about? Which is that there's there's our ministry. That's that's what we want. We want it to be, hey, you saw us up here. We want to we want to connect with you, you know, in a way and explain you know and give you the message of the gospel. Which is really really cool, but yeah, you'd be, you know, working on that from where from where we started to where we are. Like I don't get punched at anymore when I ask people to pray, which is great. <laughs> you know, I don't get, I don't get swung on. Uh, <laughs> it was people. a glow stick, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean that's a it's huge. It has. Right? I feel like I've definitely grown because it used to make me sick to my stomach when you would mention talking, and now it only makes me a little sick to my stomach. <laughs> But you can do this. But yeah, I mean, doing little things at a time. And like I said, growing your confidence from here and just doing it little by little and getting over the fear and not worrying about what people are going to think of you or how it's going to be perceived and just doing it because you know God wants you to. And And having the four of us do it together. Yes. Praise and worship on Sunday is hands down like my favorite combined hour of the week just because it is a one-man audience and we're all so comfortable together now that we get to have that moment of just us with the holy spirit and singing and it, it kind of preludes to what we're doing today is talking about why these songs mean so much to us and mm-hmm. what we're personally going through and why the words speak so much to us and i also think that's another just a little side note it's important to get into the word together because that's one thing that i feel like at least for me has helped grow my confidence too is having your all support mm-hmm. and the closer we get and we have other people that can kind of lift you up when you're feeling down that's why i think you know church in itself is so important because people need people and that's what we've been lacking over over this last year is having fellowship with people. Yeah, you can talk to people online and people are doing the best they can with what they have and what they're comfortable with. But, you know, having a core group of people to walk through the Christian life with, I think, is is everything. All right. We've been really fortunate as a group, you know, over the past year that we've been together. And it's been longer than a year now, you know, the COVID period, that nothing major has really happened. Nothing life-altering has happened. But it was really cool because we, we were around each other. So something did happen. And I mean, we had things going on, you know, dad had his cancer treatments and things like that. And, and even though that was pretty positive, it was always nice to be, you know, I'd come in, you guys say, Hey, how's, how's big Dan? Oh, it's good. You know, we could talk about it. And, you know, Tina would be here 
running words and doing all this other stuff and, 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 um, you know, doing those kind of things. So it was nice to be able to kind of at least one day or two days a week that we recorded and we got together. It was like, Oh, we've got a group of people that we still are in contact with and, you know, became close with. But I think, you know, like you were talking about part of that loving ourselves, not just having a group of people is what Tina talked about last week with, you know, always wondering, am I, am I doing good enough? Am I, am I where I'm supposed to be? And I don't think, to be honest, with you, I've thought about that all week and I'm not really sure you ever know. You know, I think when you, if you think in your Christian walk that you are right exactly <laughs> where you're supposed to be and I know exactly what I'm supposed to do, that's when you better buckle up because something's about to change your outlook on things and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was good. Thanks. Yeah. I came from online. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the theme of his whole album. Yes. Going yes. back to, you know, Dear God, that song that oh, I was I thinking about that we talk, unraveling I the mystery. I yeah. Yeah. I, I love that song. But it's that same theme of, yeah. man, I'm messing up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, how do, how do we keep going? And then when he switches it to Dear Child, you need that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it was helpful for all of us to each other on a personal level aside from our christian walk but to get to really know each other and then help us on the christian walk i Mm -hmm. rely on you probably so much more than you know that i do just to keep me going so it's invaluable what we've accomplished in a year yeah it was i mean the cool thing is is i i think it helped me not feel so isolated yeah. Especially during the time that we were like, we weren't working at the barbershop or Tina wasn't at the tattoo shop or whatever. It was like, well, I know that we're working at church in the office. So I had people to interface with. And then on Tuesday, you know, on Tuesdays we were together for a long time because we were recording everything and, you know, making sure we're rehearsing and recording and all that stuff, which was kind of nice because we weren't completely isolated away from. We uh, really should have Tina sit there. With the dog. The lighthouse. She was part of the. Studio oh, yeah. three. The cuteness sure. factor. Yeah, she the is. fifth member of yeah, Studio she's, three. See, well, the cuteness factor is going up because she brought Cleo with her, who is here. Tina's running the camera, and she's got her new puppy. You want to so come in? and we seem distracted. Yeah, come on. You can show her. You can show her. Oh, she's biting at Tina. Also, <laughs> while it's starting to mind, and honey, if you want to bring her in for a cameo, you can absolutely do that. So, just run across the camera with her. Just, yeah, just run across and stick her <laughs> out the there. the stairs. But, um... So I did, uh, oh, here she goes. Here she goes. Oh, oh, she didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> she's shy. She said, yeah, she's she not shy. <laughs> yep. So uh, my, the song I did was The Blessing. It was uh, uh, Carrie Job and Cody Carnes wrote the song. And, uh, I mean, it took off there for a while. I mean, it was on every radio station and every kind of um, thing. And, and it's really funny because it's really just a Bible verse that they mm-hmm. put to music, which is really great. But, uh the um, the song starts off, you know, Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord turn. Oh, no, I forgot. And I didn't write it down. Face on you. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Face towards turn, you. Face, Lord turn you. your face towards and you, give and, you peace. and give you peace. That's right. I was doing the Lindsay version. Good. So thank you for <laughs> picking we like that. the Lindsay version. Picking that. But um, <laughs> if you go to Numbers 622. And it's a priestly blessing that's given um, to Aaron. And it basically is the Lord says, or the Lord spoke to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, may Yahweh bless you and protect you. May Yahweh make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. And may Yahweh look with favor on you and give you peace. In this way, 
they will pronounce my name over the Israelites and I will bless them. So we get to thinking about <clears throat> the song is the blessing, but it kind of makes you kind of reflect on, um, you know, what, what is a blessing? And it's basically just kind of a, a gift from God. Uh, um, something that he gives you that oftentimes you don't deserve. Um, and that, and, and blessings take many forms, right? It might be, um, somebody, some, you're worried about paying a bill and something happens monetarily and you're like, Oh, all of a sudden I have enough money to pay this bill or, or, uh, somebody tells you something you're doing, um, has helped them in some way or something like that. So I, I always think about that, um, that I hope I want to walk along and I don't necessarily want God to just shower me with these gifts, but, but what I want to do is I want to be a blessing to someone. I want someone to go, you know, those guys up there singing was a blessing to my Sunday or I saw Danny at the store and he was smiling and you know, whatever, you know, something like that. Where somebody, you, that, that person made my day a little bit better. And I think that's what, you know, that I want to be a blessing to someone. I want to make sure that, that, that my life is a blessing and, and hope to Tina. I hope that my life's a blessing to Tina. And I hope that, cause she's a blessing to me and I want our kids to be blessed by me and her, not because we're able to do anything for them that, that, you know, that, that they need done, but, but because we make them feel loved and things like that. Now, you know, and of course we'll go right to children because, you know, it talks about the generations and things like that. Of course, we're getting ready to have our first grandbaby. Well, our first blood grandbaby. Uh, we've got Charlotte already. And of course, Lulu, our niece is over our house all the time. We love them, but you know, we're getting ready to have our first, um, born grandbaby. And, uh, so now we have multiple generations and my granny's got great, great grandchildren. Now we're coming up, you know, which is really awesome. So, you know, you think about, uh, my grandmother was a church going woman and she made sure that my mom and them were in church and <clears throat> my mom and dad go to this church and uncle Blaine and Faye go to this church. And, you know, I go to this church and Tina goes to this church and Jacob's going to this church and my cousin Rob goes to this church and our family, the generations of our family are here on Sunday. And I think, you know, that's a huge blessing. I, I you know, I don't think about um, just, and then Rob's kids too. I don't forget about, I won't forget about them, but um, you know, I just think about the generations of blessings that we have and we're so lucky, you know, even though we've had tragedy and we've had other things, it's just, I mean, we're, we're a lucky group of people, which is really awesome. But, um, you know, and all the blessings aren't necessarily, I mean, they're supernatural in that they come from God, but they're not necessarily supernatural. It just might be somebody going, Hey man, uh, you're having a terrible time and you feel like everything you do is just not what it's supposed to be. And someone come along, you know, I'm talking about me personally and, and the worship pastor role and them going, I, I see what you're doing and I see how hard you're working. And I really appreciate that, you know, you guys are doing this. And during COVID when people were like, thank you for sticking with it and, and giving us music on Sunday morning, you know, people were online talking from their living rooms and it was pretty cool. You know, so that's a blessing to me. Well, we, I think it might've been the first time we did the song. Was it studio three? Oh, yeah. And I had the devotion and it was what came about. It was what a blessing the church has been. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so <clears throat> if I remember correctly, I think I use it as like a prayer that led into it of, you know, he bestows blessings upon us. And one of the biggest ones at that time was just the church family yeah. and being away for so long and not seeing the faces. It was like, man, I really miss them. And your church family is such a blessing to you. Yeah. And that was, 
the first thing that came to my mind, I think, when we did it. I mean, it, there's so many blessings that he gives us. But Well, think about, I mean, Easter. We've got Easter coming up and Good Friday, and we're able to do it inside. We did it outside <laughs> last time. We were just so excited because people were call, you know, honking their horns <laughs> and everything else. It was pretty awesome. But, you know, Tina and I were listening to um, a podcast as we were working out this morning. And, um, you know, one of the guys said it was it's really interesting how the church – has and, and and I'm talking about us, the people that go to church. How the church is really managed through all this, because you know there was a time where it was like people were mad if you had church, but people were also mad because you didn't have church, and people were mad because you were doing it. The, you know what I mean? And still, we've got people coming and joining and wanting to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is awesome. You know, and it's like you know all that other stuff's minutia. And I'm not going to remember that people were upset with the way th- this church closed or and I'm not going to remember that they were upset because this church stayed open and I'm not going to remember you know all of this stuff I'm going to remember the fact that that God got his message out through all of these people and people were hearing it and they were receiving it and that's what ultimately we're supposed to do which is awesome which is yeah. awesome so what uh what else we got going on what else you want to talk about what say you Josh oh I, I'm on I'm on stage now. yeah okay <laughs> uh, I don't know what do you want to talk about no, no, th- you know, well, so I did want to mention, so some of these songs uh, are by, I'm, I'm going to try to put this as diplomatically as possible because I think, well, I think it's important. So there are some people who will dig really, really deep into some of the theology of the churches that produce some of this music, right? Mm-hmm. I've actually had conversations <clears throat> with some of our young adults because it's come up a few times with them about, um, what about this belief of this church? And, and I mean... I'll, I'll just name a few of them that you guys can, you guys can kind of, we've talked about it, and that's Bethel and that's um, Elevation and um, Hillsong, yep. right? Um, Hillsong's been in the news recently with a lot of things going on there. Um, Elevation, you guys know my stance on that. I think they produce wonderful, wonderful songs. They have a great team of writers that puts out amazing songs. We'll probably play at least one of them for Easter. I think there's maybe two on Easter. But because... We look at these songs and, and kind of interesting. You know, we're gonna we'll get around to those songs because we're doing this, and it's one of those things where you're kind of like, well, um, you know, I don't necessarily need to adopt the theology of the church that it's coming from to enjoy the song if it's scripturally sound and if there's a message behind it that I think people need to hear. And I don't really think that we've talked much about that, you know. And we get we have a lot of hymn contemporary debate that goes on in our church, you know, sometimes. And, and I like hymns. I grew up on them, you know, down Bellevue down the road about eight miles. And, and that's what we played most of my life. But it's one of those things where I think there was a good message in some of these songs. And I think it's important that we remember that, that the worship's not for me and it's not for Josh and it's not for everybody. So not that the, we're worshiping Jesus and it takes different forms. It took different forms in the Bible. It takes different forms now. And I, you know, but, but, the lyrics of these songs, if they're scriptural, doesn't mean that that this group subscribes to the theology of that church. And, and I encourage anybody who listens to this to go out and look at some of that um, information that's out there. Be careful, you know, because you get on YouTube and some of these other things, and it's not all. It's going to come as a shock. The Google. Yeah, <laughs> but everything on the internet is not actually true. Bonjour. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm a model. Yeah, but um, 
But no, right. I mean, I think that's important. I mean, in, and for us, I think it is important to look at some of the stuff, you know what I mean? And I don't think that singing some of these songs that that theology is going to leak into into us. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty stubborn when it comes to my, my Christian what? views. Yeah. Everything you yeah, mean? Everything. But no, when it comes to my Christian views or the core, my core beliefs, I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm, if something comes and challenge them, I'm going to research that and I'm going to go, you know what, this is not... It's not for me. So we are not a prosperity gospel church, and some of those churches are. And I mean, you know, but that doesn't mean that they don't write music that is wonderful praise and worship music and scripturally sound and all this other stuff. So I think that's important. That's that's important stuff to think I about. Yeah. I concur. And I think it's it's important to to actually like what we're doing now is important to actually dive into the words of sure. the songs and get the meaning behind them and the scripture behind them rather as to look at, okay, well, this this group sing the song, so it's irrelevant because it's not. Right. I mean, even if we don't share the same beliefs, it's not irrelevant. Right. It's, uh, it comes from scripture and they're, they're beautiful songs, beautiful right. worship songs right. that, you know, are, are important. So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, just like, you're just like uh, other people's um, ideas of what they what worship to be right right i mean there are people who want to sing and they don't move and that's fine and there's people that, that we've got some hand raisers and they get excited and that's fine too it gets us fired up you know but that's not what it's about it's not about you know right. what i mean it's it's about we're we're we <laughs> we are um we are performing for an audience of one that's what we always need to you know to, to remember and and those people out there you know i i I can't say how they're worshiping because I don't know, right. you know, but, I, but it just as it takes all kinds of people to fill that church on Sunday morning and all types of different worship, there's all sorts of different worship songs and, and uh, hopefully something that we sing every once in a while sticks with somebody, you know what I mean? That's right. what, that's what you hope for is you're like, man, let's, well, and that's what we pray for every sure. week, every week before we yep. pray that something that we sing or say touches somebody's heart. And I, I truly believe that if, uh, with the songs that we sing, if we believe in the meaning behind them, that they will touch somebody's heart. Uh, I mean, if they plant the seed, I mean, that's our job. So there's the door. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong, Court? So what? angry. <laughs> so, um, Lord bless you. Yeah. Lord bless my children when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> and their children. And, and their, their children. children. Yeah. <laughs> no, so. See what I did there? I did. Yeah. I did. But I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. I mean that's you know as as a team, we want worship to be important. You know, we we, we don't want to just perform some songs. Yeah, we want to play well. Genuine. Yeah, that's... I mean you know I you know and we've talked about that. I was like, yeah, I want to play well. I don't want to be look like we want <laughs> to look like we rehearsed every once in a while and you know and kind of have you know and we do that, but but more importantly, I want someone out there to go. Well, these the, the the words of these songs are really hitting me on this level, you know, and hopefully they tie. And, and G, Jesus has a really good way of doing that. He'll tie some of the songs into to what Harold's talking about. And, and Harold, now he doesn't give me much sermon outline. A lot of times, he'll just tell me like what mm-hmm. the what what the theme of the sermon is, and I'll I'll kind of try to go off. I pray a lot about it. I'm like, you know, usually when I pray a lot about it, I'll hear a song that we sing like on the radio like 75 times. I'm like, oh, okay, I got you, <laughs> you know. But uh, that's good. Lindsay, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Tina says wrap it up. Oh. I'm assuming we're running out of batteries. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. but uh, anybody want to, anybody feel led to pray us out of here? Oh, my goodness. 
Let's do let's do this. Do it. Look how far we've come. <laughs> oh my my. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you so excited and humbled and and just so happy that we have this experience to um, just sit and talk together to get into the scripture and we just come to you and we just thank you for all of the blessings that you give us, um, the blessings of song, the blessings of praise and worship, and most importantly, the blessing of your son, um, the gift of your son. Uh, we also come to you, Father, and we just pray that you give us the courage and the path and the confidence to go out and just to continue to be vessels of your light and love and further your kingdom. And we just pray that you give us the words and the wisdom to glorify your kingdom. And it's all this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for thanks for tuning in.